With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. You go low, I go high. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Now on Mackey and Judd. Do you believe in past lives? Did we ever really land on the moon? Questions. What are the six degrees that separate you and Kevin Bacon? Of significant importance. All right, Dave Harrigan, you have three very important questions for uh, Murph and myself, so why don't you fire away? I can do that, Judd. Let's start with a World Cup-related question. We just wrapped up Nigeria 2-0 over Iceland. Neither of you guys have been to a World Cup. Have either of you guys covered an Olympics? Oh, I've done two. You've done two. Two Winter Olympics. Okay. No Uh, summer, just winter. Just winter. I did uh, Salt Lake City in in 2002, and I did Sochi in 2014. Oh, I didn't remember you did Sochi. Yeah, four years ago. That was a. I've said it. A, I've said it a bunch of He's times. Still sobering up. That was that was spring break for adults. That was unbelievable. And and it was like sixty five degrees every day. We That's were right. We were beating the system. I mean, you go up on the mountain and it was melting. You come down and it was literally sixty. It was like hanging out in California. All right. Well, you've uh, you've at least experienced the Winter Olympics. Then. Yep. The question is, what's the better international competition? Winter Olympics, Summer Olympics. Or World Cup and why? Uh, I'll take a stab at it. I'll say Summer Olympics mainly because it is the world in several events, and it's it's it's, it's almost twice as large as uh, the Winter Olympics. Um, and there's more countries participating than in the Winter Olympics. And I would I, again, having not covered either World Cup or Summer Olympics, I'm just going out on a limb here. But because it's the entire world co- competing in several events, I would say Summer Olympics. Not several, but many, many events. Yes. I have never covered any of the three, so I say this as a spectator, a viewer at home, as a person who hates is too strong a word, despises the Olympic Games for the most part and where they've landed, and I will say World Cup. I don't like the Summer Olympics at all. The winter I liked hockey, but now the pros are gone from that, and and I'm actually not that upset about it. But the Olympics, I mean, they're all—all all three of them are beyond corrupt. So, oh, of course, this is not about this is not a, about a moral high ground. But I'm going to say that I actually have grown to enjoy what the World Cup means. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be glued to any of the three as a as a fan or spectator. Uh, but I would say at this point, at 48 years of age, I've actually grown to appreciate the World Cup the most, knowing that all three are run by crooks. Okay. Well, yeah, that's true. So, that's fair to say. That's where I'm I, not denying that. That's where I it, land. It's, 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 a, it's a dirty business, all of them. Speaking of dirty business, 
and run by crooks. Let's talk about the NCAA. Oh, football in uh, particular. Nice transition well, there. Well Thank segue. Good. Well Thank segue. God, David Harrigan. Let's talk about the University of Nevada Las Vegas football team. If you're a fan of the Rebs, you can purchase a ticket plan this year. It is a three-game plan. The Eat All You Can plan for seventy-nine bucks. Yeah, country needs to get fatter. Don't you we? get tickets to the September eighth game against UTEP, November third against Fresno State, and November twenty-fourth the Fremont. Cannon rivalry against Nevada of Reno, University of Nevada. With the all-you-can-eat plan, you get exactly what it says. A boundless hot dogs, popcorn, nachos, soda, and as I said, all for $79. Now we know attendance has dwindled a bit, you could say, back here at TCF Bank Stadium for Gopher football. Do you think a plan like this would draw more fans to Gopher football games? And if not, how good would the promotion have to be? What's the price again? I'm sorry. 79 bucks. Okay. I, to me, it's got to be broader than hot dogs, popcorn, soda, and nachos. I mean, come on. That's just, that's, that's, that's like handouts. Throw a burger in there? What do you need? I want some gourmet food. I want some uh, Kramarchek's. I want some Target Field culinary classics. I want some, uh, I want an Asian uh, option. I want, uh, what, what's the, um, the Murray steak sandwich option, a Tony Oliva Cubano. Yeah, oh, I those are good. The steak sandwich is almost up to seventy nine bucks by itself <laughs> right now at Target Field. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't deal with that uh, limited quantity for any amount of all you can eat. I'm not going to eat all that constantly. I think that it's uh, too much, but I, I think that's on the right path. If I was the Gophers, I would do that for fifty dollars because I would try to get uh, parents to bring their kids. Now the kid would puke. I get that, but I do think that if you if you got it down, not just because of the food either, probably because of the performance on the field. But fifty bucks, three games, and all you can eat. Yeah, because I a want steal of a but, deal. But I'm if pl- you're bringing but, kids, yeah. But my non-conference schedule is absolute horse manure. Well, you're only playing one non-conference. All right, the others are in November. Oh, those were big conference games. In yeah, there, there was okay. Fresno right. State well, and the heated I'm Fremont sorry. Cannon rivalry game. I'm sorry if I could if I could repaint this as a go for promoter, and I would do it for the three non-conference games. Then I would go to fifty bucks, just to try and get fans for those three really bad games, those boring games, yeah. of which I think you'll lose one. And you don't care when no one shows up to see Maryland or Penn State or name your other Big Ten non-rivalry game. I think then I do what Murph just said, which is if I'm going to charge seventy nine bucks, my Up, menu's a lot better. The food. I think he's right on on that. I'm just, I'm just trying to say if I'm going to try and get a dad and his son to actually come to my game, I've got to lower the price a little bit. And for the non conference games, I think that's entirely fair, don't you? I think that's fair. And shame on me, by the way. I referred to Penn State as a non rivalry game. I mean, the Liberty Bell is a trophy that I care about deeply. And uh, I, I shouldn't. Intern Max is laughing that. at you right now. I don't know why. He Max, must be I watching like some sort of video online that's funny. He's watching <laughs> soccer highlights still. That's what he's watching. Sub question. Quick sub question. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, no, that's too okay. quick on the Batman thing. You mentioned the Murray Steak Sandwich, the uh, Cubano, everything, all the great options at Target Field. What's the best uh, Minnesota ballpark food option? Be it Target Field, U.S. Bank, X, Target Center. I, I haven't guess. gone to U.S. Bank as a fan, so I wouldn't know about that one. Um, Excel. No, I've not done the Skull Chan. I got to go with the, the the Tony Oliva Cubanos. The best thing I've ever had at a ballpark. Um. I've never been to U.S. Bank Stadium as a fan. I have been to TCF Bank Stadium as a fan, and the food there, to me, is very average. 
I'm trying to think. The X has a couple decent options, but I think you're right. I think it's Target Field, and I would say just to go in a little a little bit of a different direction, if you're going to take the Tony O's Cuban, I will take the uh, turkey to go behind home plate. You can't stop the turkey sandwich. I love the turkey to go. Is it an open face one with it the can. gravy and all that? No. Oh, okay. no. It's the State Fair one. Oh, geez. All right. Yeah, it's the same people. And, tastiest, oh, tastiest bird in town. And <laughs> and right around, so that's on the first base side of, of home plate. And as you round the corner going towards the, the third base side, but not too far away, you get your uh, farm girl from Liftbridge, and your night is made. That is honestly. That sounds all right. That's on. That's when I'm willing to put up with pace of play problems. Wash it my down pace with a nice drinking, IPA. My pace of drinking is still outstanding. <laughs> All right, final question. Let's say you're now Joe Torre in the Major League Baseball League offices, and let's say for the purposes of this question, you are the czar of handing down punishments. You can do whatever you deem necessary to correct actions you see on the field that you feel need correcting. You saw what Rick Porcello did yesterday. You've got Rick on the phone. What are you telling him? Hey, it's great to see old school baseball back in town. (laughs) Hit him harder next time. Lylevin just called me. He's really happy with that game. He loved it. I don't have a problem with what happened yesterday. I mean, that's baseball. I mean, you know, if it had hit him in the head, maybe I would have said something different, but he got his elbow up. (laughs) I don't think he was was able to deflect it, so it's all good. I I didn't find it that uh, insulting. I know Molitor was ticked off, but, you know, if you're ticked off, then Kyle Gibson needs to go out there and bury it in someone's ribs. God, you are that old school guy. Eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. Old Testament. <laughs> old Love Testament it. ball. Love it. Juan Marichal, Bob Gibson. You don't and think the, they uh, and, they had any nuance in their approach. And the Lord took the mound 60 feet, 6 inches away and said, I'm going to bury you. Knowing, Hell hath no fury. Knowing that a warning wasn't issued after the Porcello beating, but you could still toss Gibson if he were to come back and hit someone. Would you instruct Gibson to hit somebody in the second inning or wait till later? Uh, I don't know why waiting, waiting till later. I mean, maybe JD. Well, I don't know if you'd knock down Martinez again, but I mean, if they're gonna maybe Mookie Betts, if they're gonna go after your best player, you know, you better go after. You know, you're not gonna go after Sidney Leon. You're probably gonna go after one of their better players as well. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm wondering more. Does it mean more to you to? Keep your starting pitcher around to give yeah. yourself a chance at a win yeah. or retribution right now. I, well, I think there'd be a warning first, though, wouldn't there be? There or not have to always. Be. There doesn't have to be. Okay, there usually is, but there does not have to be. If I were Joe Torre, I would. Uh, I guess. I guess I would do the one thing I can possibly do is is pull out my pocket schedule and look at the next time these teams meet and talk to them both and say. Boys, it's done. Yeah, and the umpire crew chief too. Make sure he's educated. Because you could say you could do something drastic like suspend Porcello for a game, but with a pitcher, it doesn't matter. Like he's not going to miss a start because of that. Yeah. So it makes no sense. I mean, if if you miss a bullpen session, if you were to suspend him (laughs) for a game, you'd have to spend him for five days to make him miss a start. You're not going to do that. So I would, the one proactive thing that I would do is look at the schedule and and know full well that I think the Twins, Milder does not strike me as the type of guy who would ever instruct a pitcher to throw at a guy immediately. That being said, I could easily see him the next time these teams meet being like, I'm not going to sit. I'm I'm not going to sit here and take you throwing at my best player. Or it maybe so, one of the Twins pitchers takes it upon himself to enforce justice. I would definitely issue a word of caution to both teams before they play in uh, on a Thursday in late July. How about that? You better put a veteran umpire behind the plate 
and a crew chief, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely true. Country Joe West will do a hell of a job. <laughs> missing every call. How, how about C.B. Buckner, who couldn't call a ball or strike if his life depended on it? Angel Hernandez. Oh, Angel Hernandez. How does he not get fired? Honestly, he should be fired. He shouldn't be working. He has sued baseball, and he shouldn't be working for baseball. They've got a good union. They do. Yeah. They, all right. All right, let's do this. Uh, we we are going to come back, and uh, at some point in time in this hour, we are going to play a game show. Do not call now, but a game show nears. But before that, Phil sits down with Dale Tondrick of Tondrick Financial every week to help you plan your financial future. So what do you got, guys? Now, back to Mackie and Judd. If anyone wants to clap, now is the time to do it. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios on 1500 ESPN. Game show before we're done. Mackie and Judd, uh, as Dave just said, with uh, Brian in today, fill out from the TCL Broadcast Studios. So you did a, a column in the Pioneer Press a couple days ago that, that revisited um, the Chris Cluey situation with the Vikings. And uh, certainly, what, it got a special teams coordinator at the time, or still, Mike Prefer suspended for a portion of the beginning of a season. What did you make of the fact that the Vikings uh, certainly, at least publicly, looked like they tried to uh, take a situation that was that was very ugly at the time and make it right? Well, they did. I mean, they 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 brought together what a, a summit to to deal with uh, uh, LGBTQ uh, relationships and and not relationships, but uh, attitudes, especially in professional sports. Uh, they want this uh, openly out uh, athletes. Uh, to come and sort of have a form, I, I think they had about 14 teams uh, had representatives there. This was done at the TCO, uh, what do they call it, Performance, Performance Center. Center. This is their, yep. you know, so they and did it. Did. They did it actually. They had this forum, this open forum in the, and kind of go over their game plans. And ironically, this is where uh, Prefer actually made his homophobic and anti-gay slurs that Chris Cluey, of course, put in his back pocket to sort of vindictively air out in deadspin.com after the Vikings released him uh, in 2013. So if you remember that whole scandal, it was kind of sorted. Uh, it, 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 uh, Cluey went to deadspin, of course, and, and, and basically, you know, through prefer under the bus and said, you know, this guy is, you know, a homophobe. And, and I think the reason I got cut was my open views on same sex marriage or my supportive views of same sex marriage. Uh, the Viking said, no, it was just a football move. Well, Cluey threatened to sue the way they were able to sell, settle. This was the Vikings agreed to not only donate, uh, to foundations and organizations that support LGBTQ athletes and, and, uh, causes, but also at some point to hold, some kind of a seminar to kind of educate people on the start of a conversation. And I give the Vikings credit for doing that. Granted, they were sort of shamed into doing it. Um, you know, and Chris Cluey is still a polarizing figure, but I mean, he did welcome the opportunity and praise the Vikings for doing this. It seems like they've kind of buried the hatchet. And what's Chris doing now? Stay at home? Stay dad, at home, dad. Yeah, he's playing, uh, playing he, his games. Yeah, he made a he made an appearance on 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 some YouTube series that had to do with board games, a competition. He actually won it. He's writing a sci fi book, um, and he's basically got two daughters, seven and nine years old. He's a stay at home dad. 
in Huntington Beach, California. I mean, he made, you know, punters don't make uh, astronomical money, but he made good enough money and was smart enough with, in his investments. And, you know, Cluey was, was always an engaging subject in the, in the locker room. Some people may say, well, he's one of these smartest guys in the room. Just ask him. I found him a little bit more engaging than that. And it was interesting to talk to him about non-football related issues. But again, a lot of fans view him as, Somebody who was jamming a progressive agenda down their throat and yeah. also cost cost yeah. them the you know their special teams coordinator for a couple of games. Prefer was initially suspended by the team for three games. It was reduced reduced to two when he underwent sensitivity training and, and issued apology in an apology. It was one of the more sordid events among a lot of sordid episodes of that. And, right, that's you good. Know, they they were able to make amends, as it were. Chloe was a very interesting person to cover, and a very and I don't think he got cut because of that one that one belief or talking about it. But I do believe that when the Vikings felt the skill eroded in the least, they said we're done here because he was outspoken about a lot of things, elections. Yeah, uh, and and in and listen in sports. Guess what? If you're good at something. But you're outspoken. The second you start to decline and can be replaced, you're gone. That's, and and that's, punters. That's I mean, sports. That's that's just the world of sports. And, and punters especially. Yeah. They're a dime a dozen. Right. I mean, what, what, but there's, a, there's positions like that in sports where if you have a skill set that's deemed to be fantastic, then you can get away with a lot. But the, the second that starts to erode, that skill starts to erode, if you're outspoken, they're not going to say, hey, you know what, we just like you. Especially football, right? Oh, of course. Football is the one sport where you're like, if you are, that's why I always find it hilarious. And I've gone around and around with people about this where they're like, oh, distract. You think teams don't mind, teams don't mind distractions. Teams can, teams hate distractions. If, if they do, they hate them. They hate distractions. They don't want them in football. They especially don't want them. And, and, and Mike Zimmer had to come in and inherit that. Mess. Yes, but I mean, I but the the both of us have talked to how many people who say, "Oh, you guys overplay that distraction thing." Distraction. I've gone back and forth with Collar about this, and I said, "No, they hate them. They hate distractions. They hate them. They'll put up with them if you're good enough." Bryant McKinney. Bryant McKinney was kept around forever because he was just he that could block, and and he was a left tackle. And now. Bryant could have been a Hall of Fame player if he so desired. He didn't desire, but even without without trying his hardest, he was still very good. And so he kept a job. Well, but the second the second they said it's not worth it, you're, you're if you look at the Cluey situation, I mean they they sort of made him a directional punter at the time. So it's that the Vikings undertook themselves. Sort of they got three attorneys uh, independent in uh, position meetings, but they also said in the in the final report they made certain that. Cluey was cut for pure football reasons, yep. and there was his political views. The team said uh-uh. it, was, it was a combination. It was things. probably a combination of both. But at the very end, uh, according to the record, it was because of his. And look, he tried out. He had a moment with the Oakland Raiders after and they that kept too. That Marquette King, yes, they drafted him. In fact, I think they just cut him after last year. But they kept King because King had what a huge leg, and he brought Cluey here because at that time in 2005, I believe he had a big leg. But yeah, this this whole notion and football to me is is the is the and if you're going to be outspoken about something, you better be really good at what you do because that's the only way that you're going to stick around. I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick. 
Yeah, I can't get a job because of his, uh, exactly. his kneeling down during the anthem. I mean, that's that's its own uh, discussion for another day. But that's but that's exactly right. The teams don't want that nobody, distraction. Nobody can come to you right now, Brian, and convince you that every quarterback who's being employed in that league is, is better, better than him. There's no Absolutely way. Absolutely not. It's not even close to being. It's not remotely close to being possible. Dave, uh, what do you think we should do next segment? I don't know, Judd. What are you thinking? Are you thinking that you don't know where the music is? So you I told you I got, I've got no clue where it yeah, is. I told you I've got no clue. I think we should do a game show, though. That's a great idea. I think we should do a game show. That's a fantastic idea. Maybe callers four and five. Five, five. Another great idea. But if they're outside the metro and they're saying, Judd, what should I do now? I think they should call 877-615-1500. And we should play the game show when we come back. That sounds great. In fact, why don't you push the button to go to break since music's playing? Bill Mackey, Judd Zolgad. If you two are finished comparing sizes. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Game Show Friday! It is Game Show Friday with yeah, Mackey and Judd! Here are your hosts. It's not Phil Mackey, it's Judd Zolgad. And Brian Murphy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That means I'm steering the ship, which makes me makes me very frightened. And I'll just be Charles Nelson Riley getting hammered over here on the, <laughs> under the, under the end of the row. The show was so long. How, How long, long was, was it? it? All right. <clears throat> Game show Friday. Uh, Dave Harrigan, do you have the uh, the prize package as well as the game show, or do you uh, want me to find the prize package? I can do everything for you today, Judd. Up for grabs today, we have a four-pack of 2018 X Games three-day general admission tickets with music access plus an X Games prize pack. Oh, good, yeah. X Games coming, by the way, July 19th through the 22nd back at U.S. Bank Stadium. We have a Blu-ray combo pack of Sherlock Gnomes. Starring Johnny Depp, Emily Blunt, and James McAvoy. A digital HD download of Shooter Season 2. Starring Ryan Phillippe, producer, uh, executive producer, by the way, Mark Wahlberg. And Charlie Walters. And uh, <laughs> a pair of passes to see the new movie Tag in theaters. That's starring Ed Helms, John uh, Hamm, Rashida Jones. Uh, those are valid all the way through July 12th. So a few weeks to use that. A group of friends who have been playing a game of tag since first grade, if I'm not mistaken. That and is correct. Right into I've seen that, no uh, that trailer. Part. It okay. does look pretty darn good. What are we playing, Dave? Yeah, what's the format? We're playing a game show, Judd. What type of game show are we playing today? Well, you are going to have to get on your game show contestant hat because you, Brian, along with Don and James, will be playing a very special edition of World Cup Soccer Player or NHL Draft Prospect. This could be tough. This is going to be very difficult. Lots and lots of names. Lots of consonants. Lots of consonants. Don and James on the air here so that we can partake in this fun-filled action pack game. Hi, Don. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. My phone might die, but I'm here. That's a good start. All right. Well, you're here for now, and that's all we care about. If it dies, we'll deal with it. If it dies, it dies. James, are you there? I'm here. How's your phone? My phone is good. All right. You're already the leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> yep. James has a fighting chance to win. 
I'm hoping for a phone failure on the other end. All right, Dave, whenever you're ready, well, we it's, will begin. It's very easily, you guys are going to play along, obviously not for prizes, but to just see how smart you are when it comes to the World Cup rosters and NHL prospects that could be drafted as early as tonight in the NHL entry draft. I'm going to give you a name, and you simply have to tell me whether it's a World Cup soccer player or a hockey player. Ready for the NHL draft. We will start with Judd, go to Brian, then Don and James. That will be the order for this first one. Are you ready, Judd? I'm ready. The first name I'm going to give you is Luka Modric. Luka Modric. Oh, I am going to go with Luka being an NHL draft prospect. All right. Judd calls NHL. Brian Murphy. I have no idea. Of course I you don't. Can you at least give us the country, or does that matter? Oh, I absolutely cannot do oh, that. Yeah, no. If it's Eastern oh, European. No, no. That'd be a giveaway. Uh, I'm going to just go uh, I'm going to be contrarian and just say uh, he's a soccer player. All right. Let's go to Don. NHL. NHL, he says. Okay, He's James. not there yet. <laughs> yeah, well, NHL prospect, yeah. Yeah. James, your answer? World Cup Soccer. World Cup Soccer. Two and well, two. Congratulations to Brian Murphy and James. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. World Cup. He is from the country of Croatia. Oh, I, that would have given it all away, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Darn it. Let's move on to this one. World Cup Soccer player, NHL prospect, John Stones. <laughs> John Stone. Can I go with C porn star? Uh, you cannot do that. That is not in the uh, in the game show today. We will start with Brian Murphy with this one. You know, I think this is a trick question. I'm going to go with World Cup soccer. John, or excuse me, Brian says John Stone is a World Cup soccer player. Okay, Don. I'll say soccer. He says soccer as well. James. <laughs> NHL prospect. NHL prospect. He's going to be like. Judd. I am going to go with soccer. You will go with soccer? Okay. It looks like we went three to one for soccer. You three are the happy ones. Wow. Yeah, that was a misdirection question. Oh, yeah. World Cup. He comes from England. He's an Englander. John Stones. Right now we have Brian at two, everyone else with one. And the next name Philip Johansson. Philip. Johansson. That's Philip with an F, by the way. Philip. Who's first? Johansson. Let's start with Don this time on the phone. Don. Uh, I'll say NHL. All right. James. NHL. He goes NHL prospect as well, Mr. Murphy. Yeah, that sounds awfully Swedish to me. I'm going to go NHL. You do know they have a team in the World Cup, correct? Just checking. Judd? Um, Everyone went hockey? I am going to go. I'm going to go soccer. Now, well, Judd, sometimes it's fair. Uh, you got to follow the crowd. He is Sorry. an NHL prospect, Absolutely. and he is a Swede. Of you course, he that. is. Absolutely, he is. He's probably a defenseman. <laughs> You'd have to assume, <laughs> and he's probably stoic. Darn it! Let's move on to this one. Our fourth name, by the way, we have Brian Murphy. You've run the table so I far. Am, you have I know that. Three yep. points. Don and James tied it. Points two. to give. Judd, you are. Not surprisingly, trailing the field. Well, just why would you point. say that? Why would you be mean to me right I'm now? I'm not being mean. I'm just simply calling for, for what it is. Let's start with James on this one. The name is Aaron Gunnarsson. Aaron Gunnarsson. Is that a soccer player or a hockey player, James? I'm going to go hockey. You're going to go hockey. 
All right, on to Brian Murphy. I'm going to say stunt double from Fargo. That's that's not a category. I uh, would say the name again, Gunner. Aaron Gunnerson. Aaron Gunnerson. I got to go with soccer. I've been. It's against my instincts, All but I'm going right. to go soccer. Judd Zolgad. I'll go soccer as well. I'll go soccer I'll as well. I'll agree with Murph. He's Don. Well. I'll go soccer. Soccer. Sorry, James. He is a soccer player. Wow, I'm 4 0. In fact, he just got off the pitch because he plays for Iceland. They did just lose. Oh, I should have uh, just looked. Somebody. All right. I don't even remember. Brian Nigeria. Murphy, you are the New York Yankees of this I game. I have fouls to give. Wow. At some point, you're going to get someone wrong. Let's see if it happens to be this one. Uh, we will start with Judd Zolgad here. Andre Semenov. Oh. Andre Seminov. I every fiber of my being says that is a hockey prospect. Yeah. All right. Just every hockey. fiber. Brian Murphy. Yeah, I'm going to go with hockey. It sounds like a Russian to me. Mm-hmm. They also do have a team. You know, they're hosting. Yeah, the I, know that. I, know that. You know. I know that. I know that. I know that. Don. I'll say hockey. He will say hockey as well. Three for hockey. James, do you follow the crowd or go out on your own? On my own. I'm going soccer. And that was a wise ah! choice by James. The streak is over. Every fiber of my being was yep. wrong. Another misdirection. That's how we do it. He is a Russian, as you can tell so by the name. what's our score right now? Right now, we are at four for Brian Murphy. Don and James have three points. Judd, you're still picking up the, uh, well, you're picking up the pieces at the, at, the, uh, at the back end. You have two. I'm the 62 Mets. That's exactly right. Okay. We've got a couple more of these left. Let's go with Emil Forsberg. Emil Forsberg is the name. We start with Brian Murphy this time. Uh, I think it's trick. I'm going to stay with hockey. All right. You go pucks. Don. I'll say hockey. It's a hockey name. Mm-hmm. James. Hockey. Judd. Hockey. All four of you are... Wait, sorry, hit the wrong one. No, oh, what? No, no. no. You, you, do you know the hell I would have paid if I had hit the wrong button? That's almost like the guy getting drafted by the Sixers and traded. Oh, thanks, Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey at Miss Universe. You're right. My apologies. He is a soccer player from Sweden. Mm. He is not a hockey player, despite the name Forsberg. How about Albin Eriksson? Albin, A L B I N, Erickson, Don. I'll say hockey. He will say hockey. James. Soccer. He says soccer. Brian Murphy. Spell Erickson. No. Use it in a sentence. Albin Erickson is the name I just gave you in this current game show. <sighs> hockey. You say hockey. Judd. How many soccer votes do we have so far? I believe uh, we have two for hockey, one for soccer. I'll say soccer. You will say soccer. This time I'll hit it correctly. Mm. Sorry, Judd, because those had said hockey. Yeah! Albert Erickson is a Swede. He is an aspiring NHL prospect. One more to go. Brian Murphy, you have five points. Don, four points. James, three points. Judd, still hanging at two. You're not doing well. No, thanks, Dave. Our final, final one of those. Let's pick a really good one. Let's pick a good one here. Okay, I've got one. The name I will give you is Dominic Bach. 
Dominic I, Bach. That's a that sounds like a lead singer of a European band. Maybe it is. I like it that. It could be. He might moonlight as a musician. I don't know. I like is it. Is he a hockey player or a soccer player? Let's start with James on the actually no, no, let's start with Don on this one. Don, go first. Um I'll say soccer. Don says soccer. James. That means I have to go hockey. If you want to win, that would be the right choice because you have to go against him. So you say hockey. Brian Murphy. I'm going to go with a German soccer player. A German soccer player. Okay. And finally, Judd? I'm just going to go with what Murph said, soccer. All right. Well, he is a German. But he's a hockey player, boys. He is a hockey player. Can I get a half a point? Absolutely not. That means we need a tiebreaker. We need a tiebreaker. Don and James are tied at four. Since uh, Don had the lead going into this question, I will give Don the option. And hurry up. How's that phone doing? Don, do you want to answer or do you want to pass to James? Uh, I'll pass. Oh, pass. he's taking a risk. with. The, he's got down to two bars and he's going to pass. Yep. All right. Yeah, uh, one bar. One bar. <laughs> Living on the edge. Then, James, here we go. It's on you. Get it right, and you're the big winner. Get it wrong, and you still win something. The name is Marco Roos. Marco Roos. Is that a hockey player or a soccer player? Or a senator from Florida. (laughs) I'm going to go soccer. You are going to go soccer. That is indeed oh, a soccer player. I just passed it off. He comes from the country oh. of Germany. Well done, James. All right, James. Well congratulations. Nice work, gentlemen. Don and James. Thanks, guys. Both hold yeah, thank on. You, thank you. Because I'm sure you'll get something, right, Dave? Everybody gets something on Game Show Friday except for me, usually. As long as their phone holds out. So we can get their information in the prize set. Yes, they uh, they do get something. All right, sounds good. Uh, we will come back and wrap things up. Mackie and Judd, Brian Murphy has been in for Phil and done an outstanding job today. Mackie and Judd will return shortly. Man, isn't this the greatest? On 1500 ESPN. Mackie and Judd now continue. You got to act excited. You got a gift. You got to act excited. But some of you are going, what do I On 1500 ESPN. If you haven't already made your plans to get out to the fairgrounds today, you should probably do it. GL starts in just about ooh, 13 minutes. They're broadcasting live from O'Gara's at the fairgrounds today from 1 to 3. It's the 45th annual MSRA Back to the 50s, voted USA Today's best car show of 2017. Back to the 50s features over 10,000 street rods, custom cars, there's live music, hundreds of vendors, and much more details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword events. Check out GL out there. Joe, Rook, Reavers. The whole crew? Height. Everybody goes out there. They're all there. out there? MSRA, back of the 50s. They're out there one to three today at O'Gara's at the fairgrounds. That's an assignment right there. That's Yeah, so so is Chris going to have to then get done with GL and hustle back here to work on the ride with Royce? I feel like you're poking a certain 72 or whatever year old bear right now. Well, no, I'm just saying because the fairground's not that far away. So really he could get in his car right after GL gets done and then just hightail it back here to, to pull his complete shift. I don't know if you're aware uh, but at the fairgrounds during Back to the 50s, I do believe they sell alcoholic beverages, I'm beer not, specifically. I did not know that. Yes, I, I, I bet they do. 
I bet they do. So, no, Reavers could not be dragged away from back to the 50s to get back here to help out Patrick for a couple hours. Back in the 50s, probably half of the bottles are in a brown bag in the front seat. <laughs> so, hold, wait, so if, I, if I'm correct about this, that means Reavers is going to work GL, get done with GL. Now, I wouldn't say work. I'd say okay. he'd be there for. Wow. He'll be there. None of these guys are here to defend themselves. He'll have a few pops. That means during the course of tonight's ball game. Oh, he'll uh, be on Twitter full-fledged. Yeah. Oh, good point. We might be getting some because cl- he tweeted some, oh, he tweeted a Belial thing during the game yesterday. Yes. That was good, but it was really nine for him. It didn't include one swear word. It didn't include any words that began with or F. F and then all the yes. ampersand percentage marks. Yeah. I retweeted it and I said, if this had been a night game from Reavers on Twitter, we would have gotten a far more colorful type of uh, tweet about Matt Belial. Because it was just a very mundane, it was an anti-Belial, he can't pitch anymore no, tweet. He should be DFA'd. <laughs> did you find it, Dave? Yeah, so well, there's two related to Belial. There's one, seriously, what did people expect when Matt Belial was brought back, question mark, and then the patented Reavers hit the enter button twice, so we go to a new line well below. He can't pitch! <laughs> All <laughs> caps with many exclamation can we, points. Can we please, within the next couple of weeks, play the game show again about, is it a Reavers tweet or not? <laughs> yeah, I think we can do that. Is there enough now, enough of a catalog again? Because we exhausted it, and Joe said for quite a while it was his favorite game show on Fridays. But can we please get back to that? That's one of my favorites. Yeah, he was also called out then um, by a guy on Twitter that should we do our DFA read because he's in a slump in reference to the Matt Belial tweet. Sure. Reavers, ah, I see you are still doing this. Well, Reed is an established major league relief pitcher who had a tough stretch. Bells is a cooked 40-year-old with nothing left. I love the talking down tweet. Yeah. I see you're still doing this, young lad. Let me explain baseball. Let to me get you. down on the I can do. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware, but I manage a town ball team. You see, I'm a baseball savant. Wow, he's just getting roasted. Oh, he, he deserves it. I hope he's hearing everyone. Oh yeah, no, we get it too. So it goes both ways. Okay. Well, I may. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll be well, tuning in now. Maybe in I just. Hour. I thought. I thought that there might be an off chance that he would work GL and then come back here. So I didn't realize that wouldn't happen. That's an off chance. So you were covering the uh, lads at the ballpark tonight, is that correct? That's correct. I was there yesterday opining, and now today i got to go be the beat writer, which back in the day would have been a faux pas of journalism uh, 101. Now, Patrick, Separation of church and state, it used to be. Now, you d- you know that Patrick, uh, when I was on the copy desk at the Star Tribune, would occasionally take a road trip and would do the uh, column the and the gamer. Oh, at the on the same night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you do that? Oh, are you kidding? Roycey... <laughs> Classic Royce column for the early edition and uh, the whole the whole okay. thing. Okay, it was nuts. Um, when Royce used to cover, so he covered the World Series for years and years and years. And he, I want to say, the Twins beat writer in the nineties would cover the ALCS, and Patrick would take the National League. Okay, and so standard for Patrick from the National League Championship Series would be an early column, a Metro column, a gamer, and notebook. My God! Oh, as you get, yes, it was that's, fantastic. That's some serious heavy lifting for night games too. You know, eight o'clock starts. And absolutely! All that. Wow, that's, that's absolutely that's was. quite impressive. I will not be doing that. I will be doing our, our pregame notebook and our gamer. Uh, maybe Molitor little... still miffed about <laughs> Escobar. Taking... Well, that's uh, that'll be the big news. Is Escobar's elbow still the size of a grapefruit, or is it he down? He ain't playing tonight. Yeah, I think he's going to stiffen he ain't up. Playing he tonight, would. right? 
I doubt it. I mean, the way it looked yesterday, I don't think so. Now, Rosario did say he would be back. I saw that. He was very confident he'd be back. He said he could have played yesterday, and they they decided no, which was probably the smart and prudent move. Right. And he said, I believe post-game 100%, I'll be back. But, uh, yeah, I just, and you know what, with these guys, watch them take two or three again. Well, Texas isn't that great, so no, in theory they, they Heck, should, but the problem yeah, is right. Cleveland is warming up. I yeah. don't want to say heating up, but Cleveland is warming up, and I just feel like they're one ten out of twelve streak from just burying but, but everybody. Don't, in the but division. don't you? But don't you feel Murph in this sense that that you would like them, Cleveland, them to get hot and just to so that the division's off the table because the division's so bad, and Cleveland is easily your best team, but Cleveland because of their bullpen woes has been a question mark. But I, I think it would be a favor to Falvey and Levine for Cleveland just to get red hot and to, just to bury you. Because they so can justify the sell-off. Then you can just move on. And yes, you can sell off. You can try and sell off Dozier. Uh, Dozier. Uh, you can try. If you if you feel that you're completely toast, Lance Lynn for sure. Oh, absolutely. He's his value's gone. gone up and he's a, and he's a one-year walk. rental. Yep. Uh, I don't know what, what do you think you the market is for Logan Morrison right now. I mean, there might be a team that's desperate for a left-handed bat and just thinks, well, maybe he needs a quick change of scenery. But he is a hot mess and has been from day one. Well, that's the thing with him. I think the highest his his average got. I looked this up a couple two ten uh, maybe yeah, two ten. Yeah, that's why I've been I below was, Mendoza most of the year. I believe it was late April. He got her up to two ten, and we all said, "Oh, okay, he's going to be okay now," and plummeted right back down. He did beat the shift yesterday, though. He got the Twins' uh, second hit, I believe, and he just kind of, you know, nubbed it over on the left side. It was, but you know what? That's not what he's Lomo, getting paid to do. Lomo, and what's going on with Lomo is the poster child for the conversation about what's wrong with baseball. Launch angle, launch angle, exit thir- velocity. Thirty-eight home runs last year. Yep. I gotta with the way the shift is. I gotta hit home runs, and to hit home runs, I gotta work counts. Like if you want to go, if you want to take years from now and say this player was the problem, poor Lomo is your guy. He was the problem because he's the guy. You're right. Launch angle, got to hit home runs. Everyone is shifting. The Astros were playing four outfielders, and by the way, the illegal shift. That's where I I would start. No more four outfielders. And that's not going to quicken games. That's going to no, increase just, offense. Yes, but. yes. But as far as let's get balls and play again. Yeah, oh yes. And because because when you talk about illegal shifts, Murph, you can't outlaw everything. Uh, but I would start with I don't want three infielders on one side, but I really don't want four outfielders. So Houston's moving their third baseman to left field. You can't do that. It's softball. Yes, that is an illegal. Sh- that is that should be starting in 2019. The definition of the illegal. Sh- so what happens? Does Country Joe West turn around and face the press box and give it the the old two wave from I'd the chest, kind of like the old uh, illegal shift in uh, in football, and then tease people up if they don't know. I'd fire Joe West, <laughs> Angel Hernandez, Joe West, uh, CV Buckner, and um, oh, who's the other guy that tries to ump home play just terrible? I'd fire him all. Just fire them all. Yeah, fire them. Massive changes. Massive changes. All right, we're done. Great job. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me again. You're back on Tuesday with Myron, correct? Yes, Myron Metcalf. We'll be right in these two chairs here. All right, stay tuned. Garage Logic is up next. I'm kind of over getting told to throw my hands up in the air.